Hello, pleasure lovers. Welcome to another amazing episode on the Pleasure Talks podcast. I'm so excited today. We have Raheem from Hybrid Farms here in Canada. We talk about everything from cannabis and sexual health on the Pleasure Talks podcast. Just as a disclaimer, as we do for every episode, we do not, you know, host conversations to treat, cure, or diagnose on this conversation. It's really just an amazing platform for people to share their own cannabis and sexual health stories. So let's just dive into it. Get your bongs, pipes, papers ready because it's going to be a really fun one. We're going to be talking a lot about suppositories and yeah, let's sink into it. How are you today, Raheem? I'm good. I'm doing well. How are you guys? How are you? Thank you. I'm doing really good as well. It's Wednesday here. You know, I got all my work done. I'm so ready for this super juicy podcast. I've been really excited to get Hybrid Farms onto um, the podcast here at Pleasure Talks because we have, I've seen the amazing suppository kits and I can't wait to ask you all of the questions about it. (laughs) Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thanks for having us on the show. Like I really appreciate it. It's a big topic and you know, it's, I feel like it's such an under talked about topic. I think we're really taboo in this country about sexual health and I think it's super important in our daily lives you know completely I would agree so a thousand percent and you're the co-founder of hybrid farms and I know that you're also a pharmacist as well so it was really the idea of getting into the industry and um, bringing your pharmacist um, specialties into the space as well so like hybrid farm um so just to give a background, we are a cannabis specialty compounding pharmacy. So we are we actually are one of the first in Canada to actually get a medical sales license for cannabis. So we are actually able to distribute to our patients with prescriptions. And so we do regular pharmacy, we do compounding as well. And I really wanted to integrate that. And with the way the world is going, the way medicine is changing, it's always changing. And I've always felt like there needs to be a hybrid approach. And that's what that's what this represents. There's no canna in this name. There's no canna this, canna that. This is hybrid farm because this represents more than just cannabis. It represents, you know, psychedelics. It represents the new medicines that are coming into the forefront. And this is what I hope to be a vector for change. And, um, you know, like I've, I've always been a cannabis user. I, I have, you know, I've, I've always been researching it ever, ever since like I got introduced to it back when I was like, you know what, 17, 16, whatever. And, Actually, what really vectored me into this, into developing Hybrid Farm was when my dad actually went through cancer. I ended up starting him on some oils. And you knew my parents, you know how they grew up, you know, they're very religious, like never drank, never did anything. And when you mentioned cannabis, they're like, oh, it's, it's the bad drag. You know, that's what my mom caught me the with back in the lettuce. day. <laughs> right? Like, um, but when, they, when I started showing them the studies and the data and just you know, really getting medical about it. They were like, okay, let's try it out. And, you know, I did notice some improvement. You know, the back of my heart was like, I want to give you this because I hope it can kill the cancer cells because preliminary data on that, but that's another story, another topic. Um, but I thought that would help with that. But it definitely helped with like, you know, his, um, you know, nausea and vomiting, he's lowering his morphine load. So it, it was definitely, it was, a, it was a great experience. And that kind of just rolled from there. And I told him, I told him what I was going to do with this idea by bedside and we just had a really good moment. And, and that's, that's when I knew I needed to go forward and really start helping people on an alternate medicine route. So, yeah. That's beautiful. I think 
so many of us who have been in the industry for a long time, our first initial um, reaction to the industry is, is being with patients and seeing how incredibly effective it can be and just knowing that what has been done around this plant today is still just not enough. <laughs> we need more research. Right. We need more awareness. You know, we need less stigma on cannabis. And um, that's really beautiful that you can see that hybrid model that could be used within healthcare. Because I think that's what I was, oh, that's what I say all the time is that cannabis has the opportunity to change healthcare as a whole. Just it can change so many different verticals of medicine and yeah. applications. And it's so exciting for me. And that's why I just love being, you know, being with patients in the community and just sharing conversations because. I can't tell you like how many stories I've heard and the new stories that I, are yet to come that I know that are just going to be just as mind boggling. That's for sure. Oh yeah. I mean, we're so polarized, even like, you know, like vaccinate, don't vaccinate mass, no mass. Like there's so much polarization, like, you know, doctor versus naturopath versus, you know, like all these different segments of, and it's like, God, we should all be talking together. Chiropractors, you know, like massage therapy, everyone should just be completely together on this because this is about patient health. And there's no one modality that fits all. And that's, that's kind of, I think, where pharmacy lost its way. Pharmacy has been so targeted. And this is where I think with how cannabis acts in your body, you know, like most pharmaceuticals are very targeted at very specific receptors. And the way cannabis and the way why everyone's toting it does so many things is because it's part of one of our biggest endogenous cannabinoid systems. It's, a, it's the biggest receptor system in our body. So, yeah, there's, you know, like you can the way why cannabis is so effective like that is because it does it's part of homeostasis it's part of everything that we're doing so and i think that entourage effect that we're learning out of cannabis is going to play into how we treat medicine and how we even with you know magic mushrooms there's an entourage effect so i think that's where we, we need to start looking at is not just one receptor one one thing one drug one pill one you know it's a it's, it's an entourage it's a hybrid i like that because it's almost, I we see it as like a holistic, like it's a full, full body, full body, mind, and all, all practitioners involved as well, which I think is, yes, the best. So I'm so happy that, you know, you and Angelo have put together hybrid farms and it's, it's grown so much over the years. I've been watching you guys for years in the industry and it's nice to see oh, where you guys are at today. It's really beautiful. And I'm so happy that you guys are a part of it here in Canada. Um, I just want to get your perspective, I guess, because I have you here. I'm so lucky. <laughs> I have a pharmacist who's here in, in front of me. What are your thoughts on um, cannabis and the future of cannabis and um, sexual health, of course, from a pharmacist perspective? Yeah, I think, like, so I, I take two parts with sexual health. Yes, there's the, you know, what we normally think of sexual health and, like, you know, like, what's it called? Uh, like, you know, love and, you know, connection and things like that. But then there's, on, on the science side of it, I think of it as a lot of women are suffering from like debilitating diseases states like endometriosis, vulvodynia, pelvic floor dysfunction. And I never realized how prevalent that was until I really started working in this niche type of market of alternate medicine because so many women are complaining about the lack of therapy, the lack of efficacy on, on the therapy, and just the lack of treatments available for them. And this is a big gap. And, you know, like one in 10 women experience this, this mm -hmm. syndrome, endometriosis. So there, there's a big role that the cannabinoids play in this. And that's kind of why we really started doing these suppository kits. 
So I'll tell you, like, with a woman with endometriosis, um, this is where, like, you have the uterine lining is actually formed outside the uterus. So this causes, like, severe, like, menstrual cramping, severe pain, even chronic pain, not even when you're menstruating, too. It can be prolonged. It can be, um, like, 365, seven days a week, right? Right. Um, this will, yeah. So the treatments right now are NSAIDs, so like, so Advil's, naproxen's, um, or even hormone replacement therapy, so like birth controls. And then, then really some, some women progress into opioids or even surgery. Surgery is the kind of last line. And what we're starting to find and what like, you know, preliminary research is showing is that these women that have endometriosis actually have a lowered anandamide level, which means that like, your endocannabinoid system is functioning at a depleted level. And the way to fix this is obviously to correct the imbalance. And what, what does THC and CBD do? They correct that imbalance. They, they act as cannabinoids on the receptors, the same receptors that these endogenous cannabinoids work on to fix the reduction in pain, reduction in inflammation, to reduce the proliferation of the endometrial growth. So it's a fact, it's, it's really fascinating. I actually, if you guys tune in tomorrow to Hybrid Farm, we are doing a presentation with our Waterloo students that have been working with us for the past uh, eight weeks. They're talking about this exact specific issue. So it's very exciting. Um, but yeah, like you're going to, you can cut me off if you, if you need to. <laughs> I, I can hear, you know, pharmacists, doctors, cultivators, growers talk forever on cannabis and sexual health. I'm a geek when it comes to it. I've been absorbing this information for years. And I know when it comes to endometriosis, it's definitely, um, it's, it comes from so many different angles, right? It's not yeah. only um, just in tissue and in the vaginal area. It can also be in other areas in the body. It can also be mental, not just physical. And there's right. so many different parts of it and intimacy and relationships and fertility. So there's so many parts to endo, but I think um, cannabis for sexual health, cannabis has so many different cannabinoids and methods of consumption and, and applications that it could really treat a lot of these ailments in different ways, which is what I'm hoping to get one day. We, we yeah. do really, we, we're getting there. We're halfway there. We have oils, we have tinctures. And that's why on this podcast, we definitely um, share stories on, you know, even women who suffer from post-traumatic um, sexual experiences to smoking yeah. a joint can really help us, you know, get out of that fight and flight or that body anxiety before having a sexual experience. Um, 100%. Yeah, because sex um, on its own is very, very complex, which is really cool, yeah. too. <laughs> Parasympathetic, and, and, and then your sympathetic nervous systems have to kick in at the same time, and, uh, you know, the different timing. I remember learning about that in, in college. I was like, <laughs> oh, this is so fascinating. This is why, how I get a boner. I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, like, I have to be very calm, and my parasympathetic system has to be, you know, kicked in before I can actually get blood flow. To, you know, like, it's just, it keeps going. There's a oh. method to it, yeah, and there's a little bit of magic, I would say, <laughs> but uh, with some luck, aka cannabis, I think it can really help people a thousand yeah. percent. I have been working with patients, you know, years ago for with many of them, and I've have heard so much tremendous results with suppositories for different sexual health ailments, um, not only just medically but also great recreationally as well. So I'm happy that you guys offer them. Can you tell us a little bit more about these suppository kits and how they work? Yeah, so, you know, this is one thing that I'm kind of disappointed within the industry right now, especially on the medical side of the, the LPs, 
that mm -hmm. they're not actually creating products that patients need. And this is one of the products that they need. And the reason why suppositories are so like, wonderful is because A, it's a local application. So you're inserting it vaginally and or rectally, and it's at the, the, it dissolves right in that area. It dissolves right in that local area, so it causes that effect. When you're using it in this method, you're bypassing the liver. So you're not doing the first pass effect, which means whenever you take a brownie and you eat it, the reason why it takes about up to two hours to take effect is because it's getting absorbed, it's getting digested. The reason why it lasts like good six hours, eight hours, and you're like, you get real baked is because it goes through the first pass effect and it gets metabolized to 11 hydroxy THC. When you're using this on a local area like this, this it, it bypasses that effect and you're just getting the THC effect on the area. So you're not getting that overactive, psychoactive effect that you would if you were ingesting. So, right. um, but the kits that we, we do have, um, you get the base, you get the pre-measured base and the pre-measured ingredients, and you'll have to purchase the cannabis oil either on your own at the recreational store or obviously through a prescription. And we can facilitate that for sure at Hybrid Farm. Um, and we give you the instructions and it's kind of like making a cake. If you know how to double boil like chocolate, you can melt the base, you put in the ingredients, you mix it up and we send with uh, four molds. And the molds each hold about uh, 15 each. So you get about 40 suppositories with a typical um, 30 ml bottle of oil. And yeah, then you use as needed. Usually it really depends um, what the condition is. And then that's something we would consult with, with any patient with about how to use it, when to use it, how many times. But it's, it's been wonderful for a lot of patients. So we've had some women just be like, this is a game changer. Like, why isn't this more produced? I know, we're early. <laughs> we're early in the days. I love that, um, like you mentioned, licensed producers, we can't unfortunately create a lot of the product that we want to create right now because of Health Canada's um, regime, unfortunately, um, which is so unfortunate for patients. They're always going to get, you know, the, the, part, the hard part of it, unfortunately. Legalization was really for access to patients, and that's a whole other story, as you can tell, I'm very passionate about it. But I love that you are creating, you know, customizable, if you think about it, you know, suppository kits. You could probably yeah. add different things that you might, maybe even terpenes from different strains that work better for you, right? So, yeah. or CBD um, um, strain terpenes could be. That's what, that's what compounding pharmacy does, right? We are. I love it. Normally do, con like, in regular in regular pharmacy world, you do customized medications, like especially for like pets or like if you're trying to wean off of an uh, SSRI. We end up uh, we actually do that right now with a lot of patients who want to get off of their antidepressants. Um, is you you convert it into a liquid form and then they start titrating down slower. So like that's the, that's the beauty of co like compounding pharmacies is you can make products really geared towards your situation. I think that's the, I think that's the future of, of healthcare and and medicine for sure because I Especially think that cannabis, right everyone knows it's so I was just gonna say we're all have such unique cannabinoid endocannabinoid system so we're gonna all um, react so differently so it really makes sense yeah it's that's that's where that's where it needs to go and I think that's where where with not just becoming into pharmacies with with the whole legislation changing but also to the point of let pharmacies be able to compound and be able to make products that are, it's, it's a harm reduction tool at the end of the day. 
why give someone an oil when you can take it topically and have the better effect, right? So it's coming, right? And I think that's my patients and all of us, we have to push for that change. Mm-hmm. And since I mentioned at the beginning, I was oh, maybe before this episode was recording, but I was mentioning you are actually our first male guest. And oh. I, <laughs> right? Thank Which you. is really I'm fun. I'm absolutely <laughs> We definitely have a lot of women sharing their own experiences, female doctors as well. But I would love to get your perspective on sexual health from a male's perspective, because I know a lot of men listen to this this conference as well. And a lot of our um, Volvo listeners have penis partners. So I want to get <laughs> some um, feedback for, for them as well. So what are your thoughts on cannabis and sexual health? Because I know that there's definitely some myths going around that I want to bust, like maybe like some lur sperm count I've heard, which is a very, very small uh, survey, might I add. I wouldn't even call it um, research, but <laughs> I would yeah. love to get your feedback on it. Um, in terms of the fun way or the science way? <laughs> fun way first and then science. <laughs> fun way, absolutely. Cannabis can, it can take you, it can take your mind into a different ways that you never thought when you're, if you're, you know, not in that headspace but it can definitely entice like more, you know, connection and more like intimacy and, you know, like, yeah, for sure. It can, it can stimulate. I, 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 love, I love some of my best sexual experiences were getting, being on cannabis, you know, using cannabis prior to that. And it's, I think it's men, men actually have a really big problem with admitting with, you know, sexual dysfunction. Right. I think it's, mm, I don't know, totally. it's, it's totally, totally not talked about. And, you know, we see this a lot in pharmacy where a lot of them are using like testosterone or you know, obviously Viagra's and typical prescriptions. But why, if, if you can do that with, and you know, obviously a natural more medicine or, you know, cannabinoids, hey, more power to you, right? And if, so I, I, I'm a big believer in, you know, like sexual health and cannabis use. I think it's, it's important. Yeah. It makes us human. It makes, it makes us human to have, intercourse it makes us human to do that and want want those things and want that intimacy and want that love well like cannabis has been used as like a natural aphrodisiac i would say quote unquote for like literally thousands of years like we have sanskrit you know writings yeah. that of people using um cannabis into tantra and like using it into different sexual experiences so i think it, it we're not creating anything new here it's just you know yeah opening up the conversation to maybe new, new, new tools and techniques. Um, when it comes to cannabis and the bedroom, we definitely are super pro smoking before. What are your thoughts on like lubricants? Cause I know lubricants are different from a male to female just because of the anatomy. The vulva is so incredibly high in mucosa that it's so easily to absorb lubes. And I know that women are finding themselves achieving orgasm a lot easier with cannabis infused lube. I can definitely vouch for that. It's almost like night and day, which I think is very unique. And I would love to hear from your perspective, maybe, um, fun or science from a, a male's perspective. Makes sense though. Makes sense. On a science side, it's the THC and CBD both act as vasodilators. So mm-hmm. this is exactly how like Viagra works. It's a, it's a vasodilator. So it means your blood, your blood vessels are opening up. So it allows more blood flow to go in. And so that's why, I mean, obviously if you can climax a lot easier, if you're applying a vasodilator to your, you know, the genital area for sure. 100%. I agree on a, like on a fun level, yeah. Like there, I've had, I've tried some actually like 
we have a, a product that's called High on Love. So it's not actually cannabis infused, but it does have like hemp, hemp seed oil and it has um, like some other ingredients like capsaicin. It has like, and some vasodilators like arginine, which worked really well. It was really nice. Like I actually found it super stimulating. And I can just imagine with adding THC to that, if that ever happens, it would be, yeah, off off the charts. Off the charts. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> I could definitely agree with that. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and and I'm glad that men can also find some relief with that as well, definitely, even even as a loop, most definitely. Yeah. Um, a little bit more about hybrid farms. What is the really process of like, what do people sign up online? Do they come check out your shops? How would people really um, go to you to ask questions about maybe sexual health questions if they had them? For sure. Um, like, so we are in Ottawa. We're in the Westboro neighborhood. So pa- patients can come right in, talk to us anytime. We are open uh, pharmacy. We're open from Monday to Saturday, 10 to 5 every day. You can call us. Um, um, find us on the, the net, uh, www.hybridfarm.com. But um, the process really, like if patients want to get a consultation and get set up with a prescription, they can either book right online on our website or just give us a call. We can set, we can schedule in to uh, an appointment. And we really just, we go through the appointment, we get you a prescription, we get you set up, um, give you a full like breakdown, a consultation, um, giving you like kind of dosing, like dosing recommendations, even like train recommendations if, if need be if you're gonna if you're gonna go down the yeah. route. <laughs> yeah just we just uh, go through the whole nine yards and it's really it's, you know it's touch point right and that's that's what we want to give do you have any tips for strains in the bedroom do you have any tips <laughs> i honestly i think that's totally dependent on the person right and it depends on the mood but i'm, I'm a total i'm a sativa guy i like sativas gets me going it gets me like you know creative juices flowing and yeah, especially in the bedroom, my mind just goes wild. I'm like, okay, what can I do? What can I, you know, what positions I can go in? <laughs> like, it makes so. it fun and creative, right? I feel like if you have an indigo, you're like, um, this is really nice cuddle, but I might just pass out here. <laughs> I feel like I'm so much more intimate when I'm like, when I'm, you know, getting going with with different strains. Like, yeah, with sativas, I'm like really like, yeah, I want to get aggressive, but indigos are more like I'm really intimate. I'm slower, you know, like. I drive more. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And I know our listeners are going to feel very similar too. I love that um, cannabis has really brought us to this Pleasure Talks podcast to talk about everything from cannabis and sexual health because there's so much more than endometriosis and you know cervical cancer and rape survivors. But it's really just everybody who has genitals <laughs> because if yeah. we're not having an optimal sex life, we're not having a healthy life. And that's something that I like to reiterate all the time. 100% agree. It releases things like there's there's so much chemicals that, like you know are flowing through your brain when you're going through all that when you're going through that intimacy and you know like sexual oh yeah it's great it, it's it's a total medicine in, its, in itself too right it is it's it's incredibly healing for sure and it very much can be um, so I have another question for you how do you like to consume <laughs> uh, depending depending on the setting but um, yeah normally. Uh, I'm a joint guy. I mean, obviously, I don't know I'm supposed to say that with as a medical uh, professional, but we yeah, like just, to break taboos here. <laughs> we like to break taboos here. Pharmacists yeah. can smoke joints too. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's a I'm a total recreational user, and um, yeah, like I, I 
consider it a, a replacement of a beer or, you know, glass of scotch, right? So I'd rather take my time, take, you know, have a nice, after a long week of grinding at the pharmacy, you just want to relax and, you know, hang out with the fam and do your thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm more of a, some flowers. I like more Indicas for, for that. But I love it. I need to get going. <laughs> like if I need to get creative, I need to get, you know, jazzed up. I'm, yeah. Awesome. But I, I do enjoy a good edible every now and then. Yeah, I love my edibles. They're really good for just um, those days when you know you have off and you can you yeah. know, just explore a little bit. They're really, they're really fun to, um, you know, create really intimate moments and bonding experiences with people most definitely. For sure. <laughs> for sure. I was wondering, so Hybrid Farms is pretty busy. What are you guys finding comes through the doors mostly in terms of sexual health? Um. Yeah, it's like sexual dysfunction and it's related to like pelvic floor dysfunction or vulvodynia. And these are like uh, women anywhere between the ages of like 24 upwards to like 65 and they're just suffering. So like the whole life. <laughs> like, yeah. And, well, because like, a lot of this can happen after like, you know, pre or post menopause. Right. And these women are having intimacy problems and like, so, and it, you know what? I'll get sciencey now. It, it's because like, when you're, if, if even if you experience like sexual trauma, like you brought up, um, or this public, like pelvic floor dysfunction, or you know, vulvodynia, it's it's what's happening in utero and and in like in the reproductive system. There's a lot of spasming going on, so it's a lot of constriction, a lot of spasming. So that's why it's really painful upon insertion. And this could also be psych psychosocial too, right? With you know, totally. uh, sexual um, trauma. Um, this is where like they use muscle relaxants or they use things like that. This is where THC plays as the muscle relaxant. It's not even just about sensitization. It's not even about, it's about relaxing the muscles. So you're able to just not feel that anymore and just be able to, you know, have more intimacy. And, that's, and CBD that's can do that too, right? A little bit. For sure. A little bit on the, on the, um, like more on the, peripheral side of things, mm -hmm. THC would be more of a muscle relaxant versus gotcha. CBD. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think it's in incredibly, you know, after <laughs> working with so many rape survivors, it's very interesting how, how drastically different everybody's experiences um, physically or mentally afterwards, how they, right. how they deal with it. Um, and it, it's, it's so personalized. It's really hard to even understand how to, how it gets there, but it, it could be physical. It could be more physical than mental for some, and it can come, you know, the day after or six, six months after or even a year after. So it's very interesting how, how trauma lives in the body, but I feel like cannabis has always just always been an amazing front runner at treating that. It's, um, you know, it's, there's a lot of, a lot of studies going down about uh, PTSD because this, this is a form of PTSD too, right? And big, big player in the PTSD role and cannabinoids can play a big, big role in two things, wiping out adverse memories and forming new memories. Mm. This through like the THC and CBD, um, THC activation of the CB1 receptors. It, it's fascinating. Like that's, that's a whole other side of like, cannabinoid therapy and cannabinoid like um even like pathophysiology like it, it, it's it's fascinating how that can work but that's yeah. that's why it is helpful in a lot of these like you know veterans a lot of these trauma survivors 
is that it's it's able to obliterate old memories. Mm-hmm. So exactly, that's basically how I got my idea of Pleasure Peaks. Like you know, almost like seven years ago now, was listening to these doctors talking about CBD for PTSD for vet for for um war vets in yeah. the U.S. and yeah, it doesn't really take a genius to figure it out. I think it just takes some awareness. This plant has so much stigma around it. We need to stop mm-hmm. thinking of it as just something that we smoke to enjoy our weekends. It has so many amazing benefits that, you know, could be used recreational for you, but can be so beneficial for someone next to you, you know? So it's so great that we can have these and share these stories um, because it can really help so many people. 100%. I mean, that, that's why I wanted to do this in a pharmacy setting, right? Like, you need to normalize it. We can't just start putting up recreational cannabis stores. You're still making it like its own thing. Like exactly. why you're still, you're making it seem like it's not normal when you do that. And if you put it, put it in a pharmacy, make it boring, make it, you know, make it, this is how you do it. This is, this is what makes it normal. Make, <laughs> I like start that. Talking about it like that. You know, like, yeah, you have to make it boring. I like that. You have to make it new you have to make it something like new and educational so we can learn about it and you know apply it in today's world because it can it could be so modernized in so many different ways i feel like i'm such a female cannabis life hack person like i always am the person that always has cannabis oil in my purse like for <laughs> literally anything just right. always like if i'm running to meetings all day and then like then i have an event like i'll put like cannabis oil in my shoes just so like my heels aren't hurting me like there's a yeah. million ways Somewhere. you know that cannabis can help you and uh, i'm just always trying to scream off of the rooftops to anyone who will listen and uh, I'm so thankful that you took some time out of your day to talk to me. This has been a dope conversation. Um, and I just wanted to have some last tips for our listeners at Back Home because I know they love all of these juicy things. Um, what are some ways that you would recommend um, adding cannabis into the bedroom for our listeners? Um, yeah, on a on a rec side, you know, enjoy it and you use it, you know, prior to and have have fun with it even if you're you're not a a super you know knowledgeable user like if you have a partner you're comfortable with talk about it do it and you'll have a great time (laughs) those women that are out there that are you know are having a difficult time because of certain medical conditions like by all means reach out to us because we can we may be able to provide some solutions or you know at least guide you in the right direction because you know, like you said, sexual health is total health, and you need to you need to embrace that. We need to start talking about it more. There shouldn't be this taboo. So, I love I love that your podcast is doing that, and you're you know you're you're being open about it, and I think that's that's wonderful. We need to we need to do that more. Thank you, thank you so much for that. I do try. I try my best to do my part. <laughs> and uh, for those who are listening, you know, you heard it from the pharmacist yourself. Try it at home. It could be something that you may like with your partner in the bedroom. Something fun, exciting, and new. Some tips is to always start small and go slow, regardless if it's uh, flour, oils, edibles. If you are definitely a new cannabis consumer, we don't want to, you know refrain from having any first bad experiences we want you to have a bunch of medications i can guide you to see if it's going to be okay (laughs) 
Yeah, and check out Hybrid Farms. You can always you reach out to an LP a retailer, um, but Hybrid Farms has pharmacists on site. Like, how handy is that? You can speak to a person and um, talk a little bit deeply about your sexual health. So thank you so much, Raheem. Today has been an awesome podcast, and I'm sure I'll be seeing you guys in Ottawa soon. <laughs> For sure. Thank you so much. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. Bye. Take care.